right. We are live. We got big news. We got convoys. We got mass COVID confusion. We got Democrats rules for thee, not for me. Or opposite. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the way the wording is. But before that, we have a new member of the Call Your Infallible Fan. Well, <laughs> audience, we haven't made a formal announcement on the show yet. But I mean, but we, we've hinted at it a couple of times. You found out the gender. Yeah, we found out the gender today. You don't, you don't want me to break that news. They're going to be a boy. There you go. I'm excited. I'm so happy that it's going to be a boy. No, you're not. There was no gender reveal party. Craig said he's anti. You're anti-gender reveal. Yeah, I think they're ever like played out. Well, no, I just figured you were woke and you didn't want to try and prematurely g- oh, yeah, gender well, your I mean, baby. I'm you not going to really know their gender. How can your baby decide like yet? 11. Which then we were talking, is that... I mean, they don't even really decide. They swap back and forth. Is that an okay joke to make? I don't care. We were talking about that. We were talking about that, like, with the doctors. Like, when they tell you, it's like, oh, well... I wonder how doctors react. Could that be... Yeah, like, would they be, like, offended? Like, that would be an odd comment if, well, we don't gender our well, baby. Like, I was just telling you what it currently... No, Courtney said her tech said, mentioned that today, actually. That one time she had a dad say, well, we won't really know their gender. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> but she didn't know if she's allowed to laugh at that. Exactly. Because yeah. you don't know how the person is. Are they faking it? Because I do that to people all the time. I was just at bowling last Saturday. I did that to people like the parents, like the uh, some of like my mom's friends and stuff. They were they came over. Were, uh when you when you it's a great joke when everyone's in on it. That's like our. Well, they don't to know if I'm like, a, oh yeah because my age. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like so they just assume. Oh, gotcha. So <laughs> You know, they don't know if I'm serious know. or not because <laughs> unless I start cracking up, they have no clue. Well, <laughs> and I also have no clue if they're gonna be offended that I think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those. It's a it's a double it's a dual two edged sword. Um, Nor do I care. Though. I want to take this opportunity to brag. All three of the weddings that I ministered have now resulted in a boy. Mm-hmm. So I think I can put that like on my resume. If you're like a couple that really wants to have a baby boy as your first. Yeah, but what happens when it's a girl? Well, I'm 3-0 and o right now. I don't think we can know that. <laughs> like, that's just, I mean, it's just right now. The, the, the science, yeah, you can't the science is, is if I am the minister of your wedding, your firstborn will be a boy. 100%. The CD, you, your slogan can be the CDC says, the CDC choose says Greg for a boy. 100%, 100% chance that your firstborn is a boy. Mm-hmm. And that you have one. Yeah, but then so when I, you say 100% chance and then they have a girl, then you're sued. Okay, 99.9. 99.9. I'll put that there. I could go with the CDC. The CDC. It's 99.9. I, I can't tell what the 10th dentist is going to approve. I'll get 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10 will work. I don't know about the 10th dentist. All this marriage talk, though, it made me... I was wondering, a couple of days ago, our second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, was at a school and there was like a bomb threat and they had to run him away. And either way, they got him out, and it took 15 minutes to get the rest of the kids in the faculty of the building that he was in to leave. But I started wondering, why are him and Kamala married? Like, um, they, they didn't merge names. Like, they didn't even do, like, a Harris Emhoff. They just both kept their own same name, and they didn't have kids. So what is the point of going through a legal marriage if you're not going to change your name and you're not going to reproduce? Why can't you just be friends with benefits? Yeah. Why can't just be best friends? Why is it that you would want to go through the legal process of getting married, but you don't want anyone to know by your names and you're not going to have a kid? <laughs> it just seems like, is that a weird, is it weird to question that? Can you think of any other situation, like any other marriage in the history of time? No. Where has this happened? And it's like, this is the second gentleman. 
this is a big deal. This is something that I, I don't know. Do you, you don't have anything? I guess no. we leave that open to the audience. Yeah. If someone, anyone wants to think of, like, this is a family feud game. If you can think of any other reasons you would marry someone, besides change your name, <laughs> combine, unify your name, or have a kid. Raise yeah. a kid together. Yeah. I know Doug has children. Kamala does not. So I just figure a little bit on. A little bit of a riddle there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, the Canadian convoy has taken on, since we started covering it, Fox has done a great job. of. They have a person embedded in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. CNN, finally this week, is covering it as an actual news story. Now, let me give you the backdrop here. Since we, we covered the initial day, I think this is like a week and a half ago, one of the first days it started. Mm-hmm. It's still going on strong. Let me just reset the story up for you, Game of Thrones style. You've never seen Game of Thrones, correct? No. Okay. That's good because I'm going to have to try and explain this to someone who hasn't watched it. If you're listening from home, Joffrey, King Joffrey, in the first couple seasons, you have the king killed. And all of a sudden, his son, who was just a teenager, had to take over. And he was absolutely crazy and tyrannical. And that's a huge part of the first couple seasons Mm. is you have this little kid, Joffrey Lannister, trying to lead the entire, I think, the Seven Kingdoms. It's been a while since I've seen this. Justin Trudeau is son of a prime minister. His dad was the prime minister when he was growing up. So he has lived his entire life as spoiled of a rich, privileged kid as you can be. Mm -hmm. He went into academia. Anything that he said was right. He was a teacher who did blackface in college not only when he was a student, but when he was a professor. This was like, I think, three separate occasions. Mm -hmm. And then somehow he walks his way up into being the leader of the country. He's never met a trucker. His family's never met a trucker. This is like the definition of a boy king. He's never had to, uh, to mature and become an adult. He's basically been able to stay like an adolescent and demand that he gets what he wants his entire life. And here you have for the first time the Ottawa truckers in what looks, not just Ottawa, all of Canada, they've laid a medieval siege around the city of Ottawa. Like when you think about what they're doing is just like a castle in the 16th century. If you wanted to lay siege to it, what did you have to do? Like you had to, be, there were only a couple entrances. All the rest were surrounded by walls. You had to go in with a horse. No, you had to either breach the wall, you had to go over the wall, or you yeah. had to punch in the, you get a bannering ram to kick in the gates. Yeah, or you can do the Trojan horse thing. Or you do the Trojan horse thing. You figure out a way to let them to open the gates on their own without yeah. forcing them to, because right. that's the name of the game. Now, see, the battle is for the people inside the castle. They're trying to wait off the people outside. The issue is, is the people outside control the food coming in. Yeah. So now in this instance, this is very similar. You have three or four major highways coming in and out of the city. You have the truckers who are in charge of moving that gas, the food, all the, I mean, all the supplies, all our inventory. When you think of like military, truckers are actually a very important role. If you can't get supplies to the battlefield where you want, that's one of the most critical parts of warfare. Mm -hmm. So the truckers have the ability to both block the bridges by just parking their trucks and leaving them sit, but then also deliver food to the people on the inside. So the people inside who are what the news is trying to say, all the terrorists, all the, the Jan Sixers in Canada are trying to like stop all the healthcare responders can't get in. Um, and cops can't respond. No, 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 no. This is like the chop zone done correctly mm-hmm. where they're all actually like these truckers have set up like little um, like camps in their truck beds. Mm-hmm. So that they basically have a little truck city. 
that they're making sure everyone can still get their stuff and, and all the businesses that want to stay open are booming because you actually have more people coming to Ottawa than would have ever came before. Like it, it's, and they're going on 20 days. And I guess the point I wanted to bring out, the, the emphasis there is if you, this is the best way to protest because if you look like you're having fun, what are they gonna, what are you gonna, what's Trudeau gonna do? Bring in the tanks? Because that's really his only option. They don't have the equipment to move the trucks off the roadways. So all they can start doing now is arresting people. Mm -hmm. So what the reason I was making the Joffrey reference is because if we're looking at this from a medieval castle siege, the king in the first week of siege fled the castle and left all of his citizens staying inside while he went to America and got COVID on the run. Mm -hmm. Think of what like piss poor leadership that is for the king, the boy king to go running for the hills at the first sign of, of, of trouble immediately make claims of racism because he saw one Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. He saw one Nazi flag. Notice when you look at the pictures of that person, they're wearing a mask. Why is that important? None of the other protesters against the mandates are wearing masks. Why would someone wear a mask and carry that flag? Because they don't want their identity seen. Mm -hmm. That could very easily be a false flag. That's obviously someone trying to ruin the narrative. And this, this rally seems like they're policing themselves. Like if they see someone acting up, they stop it. Mm -hmm. Because this all goes bad. If they go from having fun to being rioters, mm -hmm. to start actually breaking and burning things. Right now, they're just a hell of an inconvenience. So let me play. Uh, do you want to hear, on Monday night, they, the truckers put out an SOS that was um, Trudeau moved 1,800 troops. So he came back to Parliament, mm -hmm. gave some big, long wind speech, and then announced that 1,800 police officers would be showing up. The thing is, is if they're going to start arresting people, where are they going to process? Where are they going to process them? What's it going to look like? Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and play some of their call because I think it's kind of cool that this is like old warfare that's going on right now. You can't beat the truckers. I want to make sure I don't get this messed up here. Got a lot of those guys. There we go. That one of the triggers or indicators where we know that they're going to physically move against us and start arresting us is when our media goes down. When all of our telecommunications devices do go down, when we go fully black, the next phase of this will be the public order units will move in on us and start kettling, okay? If you think back to 2010 in the city of Toronto during the GAG20 summit, and you think back to the fiasco that uh, transpired in, in, at, at that event, we really don't want to see that happen again. Okay, but from our perspective, we do, we do believe there is a real possibility that arrangements are being made to that effect. Okay? We will not resist. We will not be violent. Okay, this is a peaceful protest. But the more of us there are, the better it is for all of us, okay? So if this is, you know, what's that thing? What is that one point in history that's gonna make you move off of your couch and come here and get involved? This is it. If there's a media blackout of everybody that you're connected to with this Freedom Convoy, that's your trigger that you know something is up and I would encourage you to make arrangements and immediately start heading to Ottawa. We have strength in numbers. 
We have a team of lawyers that are here to help. We're not phased by this. We're not intimidated. We're just forward-thinking people because we believe we're going to be here for a long time. Okay. Rally and cry. They're here to stay. And if you if you can't see this at home, obviously, but this is just what are the, these dudes doing for money, though? Well, that was how long are they going to last? We talked about the GoFundMe. How are they getting the money to them? Though? We talked about that well, right now. They tried to yesterday. So it's Wednesday. That was Monday night. Yesterday, they tried to block the delivery of gasoline to keep the power going and the, the trucks running. The New York Times is saying it's going international. Yeah, no, that's untrue. Okay, so, yeah. so so here let, let me we we explained on our previous episode about the GoFundMe disaster mm-hmm. where they blocked them from getting ten million dollars and tried to give it back to charities that they wanted to give it to. It ended up they had to send the money directly back to the people who donated. But this SOS call got people going, and it we had been organizing for a while. We've set our 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 time of attack March first, the beginning of our new year. Why are th- so? <laughs> Is it legal to do that? Well, okay. See, that's that's going to carry change back in the conversation. Let, let's play here. Let, let me play CNN's coverage of it. Because now, after this call came out, all, we have to take it seriously, and especially now that it's coming to America. Mm. And if you think about it, it makes sense to try this out first in Canada, where these are normally very, very polite. They're known for being civil, like this. So this is where it's like, when you say like, if, if you want me to pay, play devil's advocate, they're blocking traffic. And currently, Trudeau is trying to say that honking the horn is paramount to terrorism. It's an odd claim. It, the, I, let, let me play um, one of the big hitches that they're having with... Um, i got to find it here. Sorry, these videos, they, they all came rather quickly today. No eating healthy foods can help. Oh, yeah, save that one. Hold on. Involving kids. Yeah, you know, Kate, you just heard Miguel talk about the complications. Look, those are the complications, right? When you talk about trying to avoid a confrontation or any violence here, that is the issue. Police want to be very careful. They said to us that in this area here, Kate, which I have to tell you looks a lot more like a tailgate party than anything else right now, there are in the cabs of these trucks people who have come here with their families with their little kids but let me give you a sense as well Kate what we got going on here that's Parliament Hill that is the nation's capital that would be like Congress in the United States and what you have is a street party that is now into its second week not only that Kate these people say that they are here for the long term they have settled in they have free food coming in they have water they have uh, fuel everything they say they need to dig in and when the prime minister justin trudeau says that they blockaded the economy and democracy this is it you see these cars here Kate? beth is going to turn up now to the prime minister's office that brown building is the prime minister's office there is some nuance here though kate i want to let you know that they're not just truckers here right there are people that have traveled here from far away to have a listen and support these truckers, even those who are vaccinated. Listen. 100%. Double dose, got my QR code. I even made and sold masks at the beginning of this. But you know (laughs) when you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, 
That's the definition of insanity. We are insane right now. We keep doing the same things over and over again. Nothing is changing. Yeah. Okay. But they ripped, they woke up. Over and over. We are witnessing sane people, good mm-hmm. people, that have gone as long with this as much as they physically can well, go. Well, didn't UK lift all their stuff? UK, I thought Canada half of your, belonged to the ha- UK. Half of you, no, 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 no. Canada's American. They're North and South. That's where a lot of people like. You you don't have First Amendment rights in Canada. No, technically you don't. You sort of do. There's a Charter of Rights that was 20 years ago. Not to get bogged down in those semantics, Canada has been the only place in North America to go full Eastern lockdown, like they do in Taiwan, Japan. Yeah, Australia, China, like going for this mm-hmm. idea of zero COVID. They've had, like, they still have um, curfews on most but places around. They got do a, they have a military? They have a 90% vax rate. Do they have a military? Yeah. National Guard? And yeah, stuff? right. They're they our, do? They're our number one trading partner. I thought we kind of, I always thought we, like, well, we know. We, we obviously, no, it's one of those. Because they're like our next door neighbor. It, it, care it's of one of those. If there was ever a threat to North America, we're going to be the ones doing the heavy pulling for yeah. the army. That's just, that's just accepted. But that's almost where, like, with our defense, they're almost allowed to be a little bit more, dare I say, socialistic, a little more communistic, because they don't have to worry about getting invaded. As soon as Russia does anything to them, we're going to be the first ones to respond. So it's like Canada, That it's one of those that it's... It doesn't seem like a very extensive military. No, no. It's not nowhere near the, Ameri- no, nowhere near the United States military. That said, it's enough to take out the truckers if they wanted to. Yeah, like, is he going to... So, so let's. Pe- that like, was. Is he going to do something about it? That was CNN reporting from Ottawa. You can actually hear. That was kind of generous. I heard he fled the country. Trudeau. He did. Yeah. He, he's back. He's back. Now. He did. That's why this has been going on for two weeks. He got mm-hmm. COVID and fled at the beginning of it. The boy king, and then he's now back in. Because you mm-hmm. can still helicopter in and out. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're just showing. They're surrounding his house. The entire Canadian economy was not at all shut down when this started. It's getting there. Um, on this. This is the same reporting. What was going on in the bridge outside of Detroit, Michigan, is there's one of the biggest bridges into Canada. Mm-hmm. They are currently also being blocked. Why is that big? I'll explain it to you because this has to do with money. Here we go. A lot of people on both sides of the border, though, getting uh, antsy and wanting to get this wrapped up. It's been a, a, a few days now. Of the- now he say he's been there for two days. That's how long they've been blocking the bridges going in and out. The goal of that is now we start feeling pain here in America. Mm-hmm. Is, is all this up in Ottawa? Yeah, it looks bad for a Democratic leadership, but it's not going to hurt the American economy. Mm-hmm. Shutting down a bridge with our number one trading partner, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's going. People on both sides of the border are getting irritated. He's live at the bridge in Detroit. Uh, tonight will be the third night uh, that they have sort of shut down that bridge. And uh, we are waiting to see if police at some point will use more stringent measures to try to move those protesters off. They say they're doing everything from making arrests where they can, trying to cordon them off uh, and, and, and respect their rights to protest at the same time, but uh, there is growing frustration certainly on both sides of the border. A very important bridge, obviously. 40,000 right. vehicles go across this bridge every day. $300 million in uh, in goods go across this bridge every day. It's having to go around in other other crossings right now, gotcha. which is just really complicating uh, things for, for everybody else. That's what I was going to 
So $300 million a day is exactly what it's costing. Mm-hmm. And in a time when we already have a supply chain issue, because a lot of the stuff we trade with is like meat. They're not more one of our most exporter and importer. We just do a lot of business with Canada. So you can see now where, okay, first it's, it affected the United States narrative around lockdowns because Trudeau was finally getting backlash among people who are 90% vaccinated. Like Canada is overwhelmingly. Do you know how they're getting funded right now? I've heard multiple like Elon the, Musk backed the freedom truckers. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it, it, that's her. Like, I think I knew once Trump jumped on mm-hmm. that they have, I think they have it won because it's like one of those, he's just trying to claim political victories. So it's like, he did the same thing with Rogan. He came out was like, never apologize, never surrender to the left. I have your back. And it's like, he's just trying to get political wins right now. But there are actually right now. These why this is important is because on March 1st, we plan on starting this very similar process here in America. Mm -hmm. Now, you would think. The reason why Trudeau can't sit down and have a conversation with the truckers is because they've already called each other basically the worst things you can call one another. Like to Trudeau, he's negotiating with racists and to the protesters, he's a tyrant. How that meeting would ever happen, it wouldn't. In medieval mm-hmm. times, this would end with Trudeau, Trudeau's head being carried around on a pike. Mm-hmm. That would be how this game ends. What if the Democratic Party had any leadership? You could pre-negotiate this for Trudeau with American truckers right now before this happens. Mm-hmm. That's why they're giving them a warning. That's why we're saying we're not going to start the Ameri- the United States freedom convoy Mm -hmm. until march 1st if we just lift the mask mandates if we lift lifted the vax mandates then we can avoid all this Mm -hmm. and if biden could make this arrangement with the truckers then that would take the pressure off trudeau to look really weak because right now he's dug in and as you heard from those truckers they're going nowhere unless trudeau brings in the military Mm -hmm. so that means this has two ways of ending three ways either the protest gets um get turns into a riot and they they are no longer have the sympath have the world's sympathy. Like right now, people watch this and it's just motivational. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the aisle can watch this and go, listen, these are people standing up for their rights. This isn't just about vaxes. A lot of them are vaxed. This is so much more than that. As long as it stays peaceful and fun, then that that's how the civil rights protests work. You want it to be something you can get behind. You mm-hmm. could see yourself being a part of. Mm-hmm. If Trudeau were to go full Tiananmen and bring out the troops on the kids. They already have one footage of them dragging a 70-year-old out of the car. Your eyes just lit up. What are you looking at? Dude, the Canadian truckers, those people in charge, say they have enough money to keep protesting for four years. The, 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 they're, they're four gonna, years. Yeah, like, like, Dude, that would suck for us. Every, like, so, well, well, here, so this is the third way this ends. But, I mean, it's their right to do that. Fold. The government needs to wake up. Fold. Just fold your hands, Dumbass Trudeau. Up there. Just lay down. We should go to war with Trudeau. You See, we should go to war with Trudeau. We should invade. You saw that call. There would be nothing <laughs> invade better. Invade Canada. There would be nothing better for the show than if we could get up there and be and do live streaming from these protests. But we can't get across the border without that's being That's how Biden wins my vote. We can't even get he, it. He, invades canada and saves the day well that's what he could do but that he could metaphorically do that by taking the decision out of trudeau's process and killing the vax mandates vax passports right now and this whole thing can go to bed right it's tough to get a read on trudeau because his hand looks so dead you have to be such a vain arrogant asshole to think you could play this for four years into an election cycle i don't know how much he is i mean i think i do as I preface, preface this, is this is a boy king. This mm-hmm. is not a man. This is not a leader of men. 
This is a weak person. Who they seem well organized. I wonder if like all those truckers, how they're all on a salary well, right now. Don't worry, CNN has a conspiracy for you. They're saying a lot of the money's coming from the U.S. Yeah, it's strictly, it's all on us. It's a small band. This is the former ambassador to Canada under the Clinton administration. Of truckers, and I say small. There's something about 90% of the truckers are fully vaccinated. So this is about 10%. They're upset. They want to protest. But they have been co-opted by the far right. Talker. And that far right has now professionalized and energized and raised Fox. money to go against and try to destabilize the Trudeau government. Elon Musk. And so this is much more complicated than just a small group of people who are frustrated about vaccine mandates. Not when you're waving Nazi flags okay. and Confederate we... flags and having far-right extremists marching. In... For the record, Canada, I'm going to speak on behalf of Canada, does not have a race problem. You have to be watching an incredible amount of United States news mm -hmm. to play the race card on this rally. <laughs> like, it is the most non-racial event I have ever seen. We're talking one flag by an unidentified person among tens of thousands. They're trying to make it sound like it was Jan 6 where every other flag was a don't tread on me. Yeah. It's like, no, no. These are overwhelmingly big maple well, leaf hey, flags. I, I would fly the don't tread on me flag for sure. It's one, no, no. That's the thing with this protest. It has to be. You can't do anything that makes you identify with an alt-right group because look how much one flag is enough for them to try and paint this image. The only reason they've managed to dodge this is because the people who organized it have done a good job of keeping in contact with everyone from Jimmy Dore to Rogan to Tucker, where they've made a point of saying, listen, if you have the cameras on us, they can't do anything funny. They can't false flag us. They can't say we're doing things that we're not mm -hmm. if we constantly have cameras on us and you see us being peaceful. So you could but look where this guy's going. I am pro protest. I am pro free speech. I am pro having the, the rights that we have in the United States, which they also have in Canada. But when it bleeds over to blocking roadways and pathways so people can't get to the hospital, Not true. that people can't get medical need that they have in terms of Not drugs true. and healthcare, where the food is being blocked from the United States to come into Canada, and so they dramatically impact them. That is true. This moves from a legitimate protest to something that is much more destabilizing. And then when we have a far-right news channel in the U.S. going full blast each night this week that is Tucker. encouraging this activity, and then there's fundraising in the United States amongst... That far-right group he's talking about is Fox. I'm, it's not... I'm scrolling Google at the Truckers Convoy, and there's two pictures they have. One is a truck driving through with the Canadian yes, Confederate the flag, flag, and the other one is... There's um, a guy with a Confederate flag, and there's a truck in the middle of it. And he's a bunch of different pictures, but it's always just the same dude with the same exact flag. Is that, does that guy have a mask on? Is it the one I was seeing? Yeah, he's a black... No, he's... I don't know. What, I, the guy in front of him's head looked like his face for a second. Keep but no, yeah, he's all masked up like a ski mask. Because you can't... Yeah, that's the difficulty here. You can't identify him. And if you look at other people... Oh, I see a swastika in one picture now. Yeah, they, they, but there's not that many. I've seen, I'm seeing like thousands and thousands, thousands, thousands of Canadian I, flags and some had American flags involved. I wish we had the picture to show the audience because yeah. That, that's... Yeah, we need to get, if we had video. So everyone out there... We're going to be working on video. If you can figure out a way to support this, this thing is going strong. It looks like it's going to, it could happen in America if Biden doesn't do something now 
and I don't think him, Buttigieg, and Harris are quite yeah. up for quite up for this task. So just keep an eye on it. I surely don't think Trudeau has the balls to try anything crazy, like sick the police or the dogs or the hoses or something on him. But he said he's not calling in the military. N- no, but he's bringing in police officers, and they have. A, are they being violent? We haven't seen any nothing, looting. Nothing. No looting. If anything, there was a. They, I don't think those truck drivers would let looting and stuff happen. S- somebody who was protesting the protest drove a truck into the protesters. So we we've, we've only had violence, and we also have a police officer that tore a seventy year old down onto the ground on the street, yeah. George Floyd style. The fascists because, always are the violent ones. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> but that's what. But can Canada doesn't have violence, Craig? They aren't violent. And it's like they said with that diversity issue. Toronto, Whoever's driving a truck into the truckers, <laughs> the vac with the vaccinated are violent. Yeah. The vax crowd have gone. No, because some of the vaccinated violent. are in the uh, in the freedom convoy. We they, saw uh, the no, interview. Yeah, not, not not everyone gets violent because they get vaccinated. It's only if your vax didn't work, unless everyone around you got it. Mm-hmm. If that needed to happen, then your vax made you angry. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I don't know what to do with that. Something to keep your eyes on. Well, because I was gonna try and summarize. That what the Democrats did today with masks, they want to get rid of mask mandates, but they want to do it as a you can take your mask off once you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We already did that last summer where it was like, oh, once you get your vax, you can take your mask off. And then they found out you can still spread it mm-hmm. if you're vaccinated. None of that science has changed. And if you're sitting in red states today, you're watching the news like, what do you mean mandates are just being considered being dropped? For half the country, these mandates and requirements... have not been paying attention. No. So if you're in a red state, you are very confused at today's CDC guidance. I can't make much heads or tails of it. Besides, they still won't let the kids go. They still won't let the kids take off their masks. And it's odd because they seem... New York... They seem comfortable sitting around them without their masks on. New York... Oh, that's what we're talking... That's what... Yeah. New York has ended their mask mandate, but not their vax mandate. Mm -hmm. Um... California has announced they're going to be ending theirs like the beginning of the next month. Maryland, Jersey said they were getting rid of theirs like yesterday. It's it's very, but the CDC won't change their guidance. CDC still says masks don't always work, but you still should wear them to protect you from getting it, not to stop you from giving it to other people. What? How? Now, where does this all work in? You have this. You had the the last week's playoff game for the Rams be a total debacle, where everyone from London Breed. To um, Gavin Newsom, to that Garcetti, mm-hmm. I think he's the mayor of San Francisco, all caught without taking pictures of their mask. The funniest thing being Garcetti saying that he was allowed to take his mask off around Magic Johnson mm-hmm. because he was holding his breath when he took the picture. And if you hold your breath, that's one way not to spread COVID, <laughs> which led me to this philosophical question. What is safer, coughing with a mask on or holding your breath barefaced? I don't. I probably want to be around the person holding their breath than the person coughing with the mask on. Yeah. And everyone who coughs with the mask, they pull their mask down so yeah. they can cough everywhere else whenever they do that. But either way, apparently. I, I just, cough, just cough into your elbow. B- b- like, it's so easy. With a serious note, though, this Garcetti guy came out and said with a straight face he was holding his breath every time he took a picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who are we to question that? But. You can't question it. Lo and behold, Governor Abrams. Why. Governor Abrams, you're asking she's not a governor yet. Well, she thinks she is. The problem is that she's never actually done anything that gives off the image that she would be qualified to be a governor. Like, what do I mean by that? Things like going to a school, 
speaking like she's a community organizer. She gets ballot signed. Or she gets people registered to vote. She doesn't go to the churches. She doesn't go and do a lot of this volunteering stuff where if you're going to run for political office, those are the pictures you need to go, oh, look, Stacy's a member of the community. Look at her at church with all these people. Look at her with the kids. That's always a big one. you got to get a picture with the kids. Mm. So, well, Stacy's not a teacher. She doesn't really have anything to tell. You can't get out the vote for a bunch of fourth graders. So they organized her to go and have a photo op. I resent photo ops in general, but I get it. Some politicians, this is very Kamala Harris-like. They think you have to do this. Since it's a photo op, what's the one thing you want to do in a photo op? Take your mask off. You want to take a good picture. You don't want, like, some people get, like, Hillary would get photo opt and the, it would end up like she's at the Iowa, um, the Iowa, uh, whatever the primary, the caucus, the opening kickoff that you have to the primary season. And she gets like the worst pictures of her like trying to eat hot dogs and trying to fit in with the crowd. Terrible. In this instance, Stacey Abrams decided that it was very important that people saw her smile. The only thing that she has been really campaigning on relating to schools is masking the kids. And everyone has to wear a mask because a lot of these kids can't get vaxxed and a lot of the teachers have comorbidities. So here you have Stacey Abrams, who may have a couple comorbidities herself, who decided to take off her mask for every single picture. <laughs> if the first one came out, she was just sitting in front of a group of like 30 children, all of them with these giant masks on their face. And here's Stacey Abrams just cheesing right in the center of the room, looking happy as can be. And then she goes, well, that was the only time I took it down was because I was speaking to them and I wanted them to be able to hear me talk. The next day, we get four more pictures of her never wearing a mask during this entire process. The only responsibility she had was take good photos. She didn't have to say anything. She didn't have to do anything. You're just going to take a picture. The whole point of this, the whole reason we organize this is none of these kids are going to learn. No one has anything to gain from the school by having a candidate for a primary candidate for governor come visit. This was just Stacey needs a montage. So that when they play pictures of her, this is her in this is her in a classroom. This is her doing charity. Not only did that fail, this has set the argument back so far for masks in school mm-hmm. that I, it, I think it could cost her a chance at running in the primary. I think because she's tripling down on it. She didn't even come out like Garcetti and say she was holding her breath, mm-hmm. which that would have been great. Imagine a <laughs> skit where you had someone playing <laughs> Stacey Abrams and they suffocate themselves on the floor trying to save the kids. It's like, we got to take the photo off. They got to see me smile. But wait, I might kill the children. Okay, I'll hold my breath. Quickly take the picture. Oh, no, I wasn't smiling. And the whole time her face is like turning blue. And it's like, Stacey, breathe. I can't. I'll kill the kids. And all of a sudden she just passes out. I, there's a thousand ways you could run with this. I, the timing is a little bit too precious. At the same time, we had a fight in Congress where two congressmen and women had to ride a, a subway together. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the one Democratic woman said to the elderly Republican man, put on a mask. He looked at her, poked her in the back, and said, kiss my ass. <laughs> and the woman that was poked filed for assault. And we were about to go into an investigation before this elderly man apologized. He apologized. The Democratic lady has accepted it. And we have basically let it go. That is not to stop. This is the current state of our House of Representatives. 
safety of our staffers. And so the idea that, and this has happened to me, where you get on an elevator and people refuse to wear a mask and your choices are to either get off the elevator or to get on the elevator and to tell them to wear a mask. That that should not be a problem in the United States Congress. And uh, I really believe that our colleagues who refuse to even adhere to the basic norms of civility are undermining our democracy. And of course, we're seeing it in all kinds of even more serious ways, like the January 6th insurrection is, <laughs> is just part of that and part of the attempt to take down a legitimate democracy from functioning in the way it should function. That's right. Not wearing a mask in an elevator in Congress mm-hmm. is the tantamount to Jan 6 trying to tear down democracy itself. With things like, I don't know how we can ever negotiate. That's Pramila Jaipal, mm-hmm. PJP we call her. She's the den mother. She was the squad before the squad was even in there. So it's like she always comes in and makes, her big thing was talking about how Build Back Better is dead in the water, by the way, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get her to admit it. She won't. Not only that, but you can see where, if we're looking to who's going to open us, our Congress and our leaders are not going to be able to figure out how to open this country. It's going to be like up in Canada where the truckers and the common people, the people who've just had enough of the insanity, are just going to force us back open. It's like there's not going to be a reasonable sit-down where Democrats admit to being kind of wrong about lockdowns, Republicans maybe admit to, well, just don't hold it over their head. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what I would say best-case scenario is if Democrats could just admit they were wrong and Republicans would not make it like you have to walk the plank now because of it. Mm-hmm. It's like just take the win, take that you have been right, Maybe Democrats' apology for the censorship on some of us that have been right from the very beginning that you kept saying, no, this isn't true, this isn't true. That would be nice. I don't think any of that's happening. I think we're bridging for March 1st. That's when um, Biden's going to do the State of the Union. Latest of all time. To do, you think State of the Union, usually January. They're waiting for our official New Year. Mm-hmm. It's like they got the message for us. They were like, listen, yeah. Greg might be on to something here. Let's not start this now. Let's ask for a reset on March. Let's let the cases go down. Let's let this all. He's get, like, I heard them calling him now the last person in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's essentially after we ended the, um, it's when they say the last in Japan, I guess that would have been World War II, is, is it took a while for soldier, Japanese soldiers to find out that the war was no longer going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like right now Biden is still talking masks and mandates. And it's like Canada's about to blow. And half of America has already stopped it. Mm-hmm. So that, that, it's like that's where, where our protests are going to form. It's going to be odd because if you're in Texas, you don't have this same urgency that these Canadians have mm-hmm. or that those of us in blue states might have. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make for an odd protesting environment. That's why everyone has a heads up. That's why we got two weeks to preempt this. If we had smart leaders, people leading from the front, we could negotiate, negotiate this on King Joffrey's behalf. But you can see where that dialogue is going to be going. Um, the Joe Rogan saga. Let's give people an update on that. Hmm. This was CNN. Did you see that um, the NFL is considering taking the 2026 uh, Super Bowl to London? Or not London, uh, but the UK. Uh, was it? There's no way. Ta- yeah, Tottenham. Where are you seeing that? What's the, who's the source? Uh, the Daily Mail, the UK. Well, that's all. I don't have anything to add to that. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till we get some more. I know they got three years ahead of now planned out. Yeah, they they said that, but they they're making bids right now. To uh, the way the NFL is going with their um, game fixing charges, UK might be the only place they can go. I bet you they give a team to Jay Z there. Ah, yeah, we'll see. 
We'll see. Um, I hope I team. Here is so we did the big Joe Rogan episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he came back, addressed it in the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if you saw who the guest was. It was some guy from Andy Schultz podcast, so a fellow comedian. He was an Indian. Uh, what was his name? I can't. I, I've, I I've really I'm, I'm, only, I'm only ten minutes yet. in. I'm only ten minutes in. I haven't. I, I I had never heard of the guy before this. But this was right out of the gate. He addresses it, and I think he does a great job of it. This might be a surrender from CNN. I'll let you listen to it here and see what you think. In a lot of ways, like this is Rogan's apology or his comment on it Monday. Well, this is a relief because it's like just because that that video had always been out there, right? It's like this is a political hit job, and yes. so they're taking all this stuff that I've ever said that's wrong and smushing it all together, right? But, it's good because it makes me address some that I really wish wasn't out there. Well, I admit I'm out of ideas for what to do about Joe Rogan. I'm, I'm officially out of ideas. I'm confused by both. It's always been out there, but this is a political hit job. It feels good that it's out, but then also I really need to address this. I mean, it's... Okay, Victor, let's explain that to you. Okay, when we say it's already been out there, this, from what I can gather, I don't know if you watched the Dave... Akash was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if you watched that Dave Portnoy interview with the Midas Touch, the Midas Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three people who were behind, who were behind resurfacing um, this video that was apparently made by Alex Jones. So the compilation of him just saying the N-word out of context was made, for, like, from what I can tell, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't get that much traction because it's so obviously missing the context that if you are offended by that and you go back and do the research into those episodes and listen to them by... Yeah, but now they took them off. Yeah, now now they took them off and I, I think that's whatever. So I, I guess if you want to get into that, does that matter? If they want to say, they're still archived. It's just Spotify is not going to have them on their program anymore. Do you think like right Where now... Where are they archived at? Where can we go listen to them? I think if you search the exact episode number, I'm sure they're on YouTube. What? Does YouTube still have them up? I'm, I I, I never I I don't I don't use this part of the internet. I know that like you can do that with Russia stuff. Well, Rush has a website. He archived everything. I, is there? So a, I think Spotify paid Joe Rogan to take everything to their site. You don't think he has? I I I don't know the details on this aspect of it. I know that they're off Spotify, but from what I understood, is you could still you find know the episodes. Them. Let me look up what episodes. I, the Alex Jones ones, I know. All of them? I think. Why? He just did one on Spotify after the contract was signed with Alex Jones. Yeah, he did. The election night he did with Alex Jones. What about all the episodes he did with that uh, guy from the Young Turks? Those are still on there. They put out that list. Of they have a video of him saying the N-word. Yeah. They have a whole montage of the Young Turks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The point I was trying to get to with that is, is this isn't news. The right. reason he's calling it a political hit job is to bring it up again as if it's news is strictly political related because you're tying it into COVID. Is is you're trying to make it sound like not only is he spreading misinformation, mm-hmm. but he's a racist too. So he's spreading misinformation that will kill black people because he's racist. Is he over that's why it's a political hit job. It's not because like the people the, the I don't I think it was out the people who um Dave Portnoy figures out to have done it mm-hmm. claimed that they were just resurfacing an Alex Jones video. It's an interesting back and forth if anyone wants to go watch it. It's tough to make heads or tails of who's full of shit or not because they had all just met each other for the or 
uh, Portnoy had just met them for the first time. But I think he does a good job of getting to... It's a super PAC. Jimmy Dore covers it the next day, too. I guess, yeah, they are still on YouTube. The the, the, the group that did the hit job on Rogan was a Democratic super PAC Mm -hmm. that resents his COVID stance. And that they actually... They're a bunch of deranged people our age. Quite frankly, I think we provide a better product than they do. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those... For some... The reason why them being super PAC is important is because that allows a Democrat to get paid without doing anything. A Democrat or a Republican, you open up a super PAC and then you push one political appointment mm-hmm. and you get someone like Soros to anonymously donate $500,000 to you. And then you have that super PAC pays your consulting company or pays your podcast to promote their brand. So you just pay yourself. It's like a really sleazy way to launder money. And I think it's how a lot of blue checks get their up and up. Mm. Early on in the election cycle, before the Democrats had picked a winner, I got an offer to just run a independent or a what, what was the wording for it? Um, they basically wanted me to run a pro Democratic candidate account mm-hmm. in general, where they said that they'd help hook me up with followers, and I get paid five hundred dollars a week to just put out social media posts in support of an anonymous candidate. So I was like, well, wait, hold on a second. Why can't you tell me the candidate? They told me it was Bloomberg. And that's when I realized Bloomberg wasn't running a real campaign. Bloomberg would go on to announce that he gave his whole campaign to Biden. He dropped out and said, all this infrastructure I built, you can have it, Joe. The infrastructure that he built was trying to get a bunch of people on the Internet to get a whole bunch of likes for you. Mm -hmm. So it's like how many of these accounts are artificially propped up through Democrat clout farms? You got offered that? Yeah. Dude, I, we got the original. I, I don't. I don't want to get the person's name in trouble because yeah. one of our audience members is related to. It's, yeah. it's not illegal. It's not illegal. It just shows that they just wanted online presence. They didn't care about the quality mm-hmm. of it, and they were they were willing to pay a little bit for it. Mm. Assuming that you had that operation running in all kinds of different locations, I don't really trust any Democratic influencer until I hear their ideas and see them. More importantly, be tested by people. A lot of times you just get these people who are giving a lot of money to to pump out Democratic talking points mm-hmm. and they never, ever are contested. Does anyone listen to them? I don't know. Are they just getting views from bots and it just makes it look Pretty like much. these guys are getting a million views? I have a tough time imagining they have that big of an audience. How do you even get offered that? That's where they're... Um, he, one of them worked for Ellen DeGeneres in charge of like press relations. Another one was a lawyer for Kaepernick. Then all three of them are brothers, so they're like well-off kids. Mm. For all we know, their dad was blowing coke with Hunter Biden, <laughs> and all these kids get influencer jobs <laughs> because their parents like get some brand-name company to shut up for the rest of their lives, and then their kids get a little super pack to go play around with and say whatever they want. <laughs> that, for all we know. For all we know. What, what, how did I get off onto that tangent? We was, well, we was, I was defending Rogan. Yeah, yeah uh, trying to explain to Victor how this was a political hit job, and it's from a while ago. It was resurfaced and then amped by the media in succession with other stories on him in an attempt to cancel. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's that day. He doesn't want to talk about it, but he's glad that if we're going to go through all of his skeletons, let's just go through every one. This is the worst. Mm -hmm. So let's just get that right off the bat. You know, anyone who wants to go on his show and start with, you're a racist, Joe, go ahead. Mm -hmm. It seems like he's not scared, though. We'll keep on playing CNN's attempt to understand this for a second narratives that are coming i think listen i think that he's saying out loud things that we want people who are caught doing horrible things to say which is i'm going to do better i'm i feel ashamed of this uh i'm sorry about this and so i think that all of that is great i think that where there's the misalignment is that basically he just said 
How dumb are you if you're taking medical advice from me? Okay. I, I hear posed it. that same question about Joe Rogan. The people who are taking med medical advice from him, how dumb are they? But oh. he has this huge platform that does influence, you know, millions of people. So there's a misalignment between yeah. his sort of personal responsibility and the size of his platform. So I think the personal responsibility and the size of his platform. Because it's Allison Camrata. Um, I thought they would learn something about insulting millions of people just out of hand is stupid just as deplorable by just going i don't get why so many people listen to trump half his base are inbred deplorable uh, unpatriotic americans mm -hmm. and it's like well that's obviously not the case and clearly not everyone is stupid that's following joe roman to lump everyone in because they sarcastically call him doctor mm -hmm. he's been right longer than a lot of the same people that they have had on cnn over and over and over again mm -hmm. so where the this narrative is it sounded like at the beginning she was coming around to understanding that you just have to accept it mm -hmm. god bless you the serenity to accept the things you can't control free speech is one of them so instead of trying to control and shutting down speech just trying take uh i forget the actual phrase but try and handle what you can get your hands around and it's like that's your speech on cnn that's you platforming Avenatti, Brian Stelter, a whole list of characters that do not deserve a platform, even as, as minor and insignificant as CNN's platform may be. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a sign of, unless they got another bullet, I think Rogan's going to walk. Like I think we kind of predicted that. I think he's going to actually build his audience back a little bit bigger here. I think he's definitely getting more exposure. I do not believe the attacks will stop, though, until he fights back. I don't think right now he is. He is. He just got to stop apologizing. He says, start ignoring it. Well, I think that that's where he met. I think he walked that middle ground that we were trying to find. Is is we all want apologies to mean something. Like yeah. if you actually regret something, you should apologize for it. Yeah. But you shouldn't just apologize for something you don't regret because yeah, you're getting that. demanded. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's a tough. So I think both of his apologies came out and were very. Listen, if you think I'm spreading misinformation, I'm sorry. I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. If you like it, there you go. You're welcome. If you think he's a racist, if you tune into his show every day and you at that video change things of him, he is sorry. And in retrospect, if you went back and told him 10 years ago that those jokes he was making would potentially get him his entire show canceled, no, you wouldn't say it. But that, wasn't the, that was not the case back then, mm -hmm. publicly. Yeah. And that's where it's tough with comedy to try and go and censor something 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Our standards and what we accept as funny changes mm -hmm. so much that... To try and crucify someone for cause, so out of context, even out of context too. So I, I think he's going to walk pretty free on this one. Do you have anything else to add to the situation? I don't know if you heard any updates. No. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up here. I had figured big scandal in New York City. This is big. The New York mayor was caught eating salmon. <laughs> he's wrote a book and campaigned on being a vegan. The difference between a vegan is militant. Mm -hmm is like religious a vegetarian treats their diet it's more like a diet mm -hmm. so it's like if you're a vegetarian you can't eat eggs you can't eat a cake that's made with eggs mm -hmm. you can't have anything that is based off any animal whatsoever and like if you break that rule you're a bad person mm -hmm. if you go and store your salad in someone's refrigerator that has meat in it you're a bad person because you're enabling this big farm big beef business mm -hmm. well 
the mayor got caught on it and got real pissy. And it ended up being one of those like, hey, buddy, no one was telling you you had to go around forcing every public school in New York City on Friday to have no meat, all vegan options. So every Friday, kids who have to play football mm-hmm. are not going to be able to be a meat dish because the mayor thinks meat is evil. Here's him after he's been caught. Don't worry about what's on Mayor Adams' plate. I'm the mayor of the city of New York, and I'm perfectly imperfect. I have plants-based scented life, and I'm not going down this rabbit hole of what do you eat if you eat cake and it has eggs in it that you analyze it. I'm not doing that. I mean, that's the game of being a vegetarian or vegan. It's everything that you eat, you got to go through. It's like a whole different lifestyle. Why do I want to bring that to our attention? Because CNN would go on to run this 10 minutes later about how much longer you can live if you were to... Involving kids. No, yeah, the kids already got that. Here we go. No eating healthy foods can help us live longer, but how much? A new study finds that changing your diet could add a decade or more to your lifespan. Research from the nonprofit PLOS Medicine Journal found that changing from a Western diet full of red meat and processed foods to a Mediterranean diet focused on fruits and vegetables and whole grains could pay off with a healthier and longer life. The top life extenders, things like beans, peas, lentils, nuts like almonds and pistachios, the younger you are when you make the switch and, and focus on these heart healthy and overall healthy choices, the more extra time you get. But the study found that even people in their 80s could oh, add wow. several years Isn't to that their great. lives. So if we mandated this tomorrow and all of a sudden starting to say that if you were to continue to eat meat, you're going to be a burden on the healthcare system because you're more likely to apparently die 10 years younger. That's a hell of a study. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they could possibly prove that. The reason... I think this is important is because if you go look at the price of meats right now, it's up 50% since mm-hmm. Biden took over. What's one way to decrease the amount of meat? If you can't just ban meat from being eaten, what would be another way to get people to eat less? Jack the price up. Yeah. That's one way. Or to, oh, it's artificially. It. Like we, if, we, if we can't take demand down by telling people that they'll live 13 years longer, let's just make the market unsufferable. <laughs> they did that with tobacco. Would you really live longer? The, the Medi- I don't know if you people would. that live in the Mediterranean in a warmer climate generally live longer than people who don't. So yeah, if you're living closer to the equator, mm-hmm. closer to a tropical environment, you're gonna live longer. Yeah, like even like Florida compared to someone who spends their whole life in Chicago. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to see if I can move. Down so it's there. like that kind of stupid. St- I have no idea where they get that study. It's just one of those that they they float these out. That's facts to them. That's mm-hmm. just one of those. Like, no, my, there was nowhere they're saying we can't eat meat. Mm-hmm. That's just trying to give the carrot. That's the, hey, we're not going to force you to not eat meat. Mm. Okay, do it anyways. I hear that, no, 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 I saw my burger. Then I get the vegan mayor who's coming out telling me I can't, my kids can't have meat on Fridays. Mm. How far does that go? And it's like, at what point? I don't, what, what's wrong with just having a vegetarian option? Why can't you just do that? Yeah, why not just do what you want to do? Yeah, like I have an option for everyone. I thought like when we were young, what'd you get? Like a choice between three meals so you could pack your own. If I remember correctly, back yeah. in our middle school, high, I packed my high school days. Back in like middle school, I remember us having like three options. I would eat school food. Man, sometimes it'd be all right. Sometimes it'd suck. It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Um, the Pizza Hut pizza day was sweet. Yeah. It made me like addicted to Pizza Hut. When they get the little squares, those little personal pan pizzas, 
No, oh, they understand. didn't. No, they didn't. It yeah, was like one slice. They still had the squares. Those are like the breakfast ones. Those are good. Those are good. Those are good. At least they were good. I don't know if they'd be good now. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Um, what do you think kids are eating in school now? Well, that's what I was just trying to tell you. Is apparently we have all, well, yeah, all vegetarian food. They can eat bro- chickpeas, lentil. Like that's everywhere. Uh, nuts. There's no way. That's I think they said pistachios. Pistachios aren't bad. There's one decent food in that list I'd be able to eat. It can't be like that, like locally. There's no way. Um, we're not as crazy as the rest of the world around here. At least I think. Uh, that. I don't know about that. So we're gonna find out that insanity thing. Oh, I Trump promised to pardon the Jan Sixers. Again or something? Yeah. But he wants the national protest if indicted. I'm trying to think if I got anything else here. I had a couple big stuff, like mental health, we don't have much time to get into. I that It's one of those... Everybody, left and right, is coming out and going, these lockdowns or COVID, whatever you blame for the mental health crises that exist... We are going through one. We also agree that the homeless, the homelessness problem is largely a result of mental health. Mm-hmm. We also agree that technology is really bad for teenagers' mental health. Well, during the past two years, we haven't just hired a whole bunch of new psychologists or mental health professionals. If we just created a rampant surge in mental health issues mm-hmm. with no way to treat it, whether it be a penitentiary system, whether it be a rehabilitation system, whether it be counseling at schools, what's going to happen when that all explodes at one time? Like if all of a sudden like the, this country went from 10% mental health problems to 30, what are the long-term ramifications of that going to be? And should we start trying to do something now to preempt it? Or is everyone just going to sit around and go, hey, we have a mental health crisis? But what point does that turn into like a physical, like we already have crime up, it's mm-hmm. manifesting itself in some ways. But how bad could it get? We were talking about um, when uh, having the baby and what mm-hmm. to do with screens and when you're going to expose them to social media. Talking. This whole concept that we, if you would have just been raising a one or two-year-old during this pandemic, you just had a kid during this pandemic, mm-hmm. odds are that this little baby has barely seen the adults talk to other adults. Everyone that they interact with, which has been extremely narrow due to social distancing and everything is talking to them like a baby. Mm-hmm. So at no point are they ever just sitting around watching their parents talk to their friends and their brothers and their loved ones normally, not in baby talk. So they get that incentive to learn actual phrases and questions and full sentences, mm-hmm. not just one word to get what you want in the moment. You want to participate in a conversation because you see your parents doing it. But if all you ever do is see your parents talk to you and about you, mm-hmm. how are they? It's going to be, I feel like it's going to cause long-term Speech issues. Just, just my my personal opinion is one of the, just that that's one way to that one to two year olds are going to be affected. How this affects maybe like a five or a six year old, with like how you make friends, mm-hmm. like when you look someone in the eye, like like. It's odd looking someone in the eye with a mask on. Oh yeah. And then good to go from doing that for two years to getting to see the full face and having smiling and. See, I'm lucky with the jobs I've had because, I have not had. You to, everyone doesn't wear masks, so. I was gonna say I, I managed not to. Dude, I'm to looking at some of these school lunches. They look gross. They're disgusting. Disgusting, man. I'm gonna. Ha- that means I'm gonna have to pack my kids' lunch. They had that. Flor- I'm gonna say that Florida don't say gay bill for another episode too. Yeah. 
Let's wrap this up. Yeah, let me. There's. I think there's one more. Th- oh yeah, we have the Alabama yeah. gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. What was this here? It's also bigger than Spotify. A lot of tech companies are dealing with something similar. The difference between freedom of speech and freedom of reach. You have freedom of speech, but the freedom of reach is something different. Spotify promoting Rogan and giving him so much money for it is something different than freedom of speech. That was Brian Stelter. I what? feel like laying down so perfectly what they are saying because he sounds like a retard. What does fr- you should see the co- if you see the anchor, the uh, go- I can't remember her name. The head anchor mm-hmm. who was interviewing was like, "What are you?" I they know they rhyme, freedom of speech and race. Okay, that's cute, Brian. It's always more convincing when they rhyme. But you mm-hmm. do realize what you're saying is if you give someone freedom of speech and you put them in the loony bin, that's not freedom of speech. Yeah, they can talk, but not actually reach anybody. Mm-hmm. Ew, that's <laughs> not real. Yeah, where's the bun? They just get a wiener. <laughs> Maybe they grabbed the bun on like the Craig's way out of searching there. school launches online. And what do you think that's going to come up as? You think they're going to show nice launches? Some of them aren't that bad. But it usually has like an article under about how expensive the school taxes are. Yeah. Final thing to leave on here. Ready to go. There was an Ipsos Axios poll. I'm sorry. Axios Ipsos poll that came out mm-hmm. asking how should the U.S. handle pandemic at this time? Listen to how these numbers broke down. 29% of people said end some preca- some precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, 21% of people said no precautions whatsoever. So 50% of the country is ready to go back to normal. 23% said keep requirements. And 21% said increase mandates. So that's 44 that want to stay here or go harder. <laughs> we had a 50-44 split with the highest majority being 29% saying end some precautions. So how does that shake out? Ah, that's some tough math. Right now, there's a lot of blue state governors. I think that's why you're seeing this confusion right now with whether they eliminate the mask mandates or the vax. That's not winning. That's because people are just waking up. Well, earlier, two months ago, they were saying that 66% um, of people were for the mandates. Mm -hmm. And then quickly, since they've happened, that number has fallen down to 41. How many people are probably afraid to actually speak out against them? I'm convinced they made up that. I'm convinced at the beginning they were making up initial vaccine numbers to keep showing like Mm -hmm. it was always increasing. So it looks like they were always making track. But this one here, that first number, they floated two-thirds of people wanting mandates. I think that was totally a a cookbook, a, a cook stat. This here seems to be pretty legitimate. And if that it is what it says it is, is the pro-lockdown crowd's in the minority. Mm-hmm. And that number is as the cases go down, as the weather gets better, as the convoy carries on up north, there's just going to be more and more and more sane people here in America going, listen, I would be a bit insane. We'll be, this, is, this is crazy. Were there any more, like, was there significantly more deaths than on average <coughs> over the last, like, year? We went over this last time. Over the last, like, two years, like, since COVID came around. There have been more deaths, like, there were, almost every year there's more deaths than the year before because there's more people. Well, so yeah, more people that gonna die. but is it, like, on pace? You know what I mean? It depends on how you're counting COVID deaths. Overall, I think... I'm just saying overall deaths. Overall, like, have they overall deaths in America, I think, were up 200 or 300,000. No. From what I... That's not even... I, I, and that's why... That, that could be happen. fake science. That's what I... And that's, they're fighting over... Whether or not to accredit that to more deaths of COVID or did the lockdowns result in more um, deaths that otherwise would not have happened. 
and we don't really know because a lot of people that got counted as a COVID death, like my grandma, did not die of the COVID. They yeah. got the COVID once they were already dying in the hospital. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. Like, so we just kind of switch what people were dying yes, from. Yes, which is where, yeah. as far as the final stat on that one, I, 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 I couldn't tell you on that. I don't think that stat is going to turn out favor, favorably for team vaccine. The only other comment I wanted to make is they are now saying... Well, because you get the vax... And they say, they say, oh, you won't catch it. Widely available. Let's not forget that the unvaccinated are 97 times more likely to die from COVID compared to somebody who was vaccinated. Notice a couple a couple weeks ago, I said they were saying 62 times more likely to survive COVID. Uh-huh. It's 99 now because I have a bet going that this is going to go to a thousand with Alec. Right now in two weeks, we've gone from 66 to 92. <laughs> How they get these magic numbers but they were increasing. Every day, the vaccine just gets better and better against the Omicron. And this continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. What was your final question there before I played that? Oh, Something about the deaths. Deaths. What, what was I just about to say? I can't remember. A bunch of junk came out with Fauci that, once again, he should be arrested, lock him up. Oh, but what I was going to say is, oh, yeah, you go get the vax. And they say, oh, you won't catch it. So people go get the jab. And then they catch it. <laughs> and they're like, well, at least they won't die. But, but a lot of people die. I'm s- Neil Cavuto's been gone for yeah. a month. Dr. Sanjay been gone mm-hmm. for three weeks now. Don't know what that's all about. Because that's the thing is that's what they all keep saying. Now, here, if you are out for a month and a half and you're boosted mm-hmm. and you come back and go, I would have died without the vaccine. I mean, you basically did. Yeah. You're crediting the vaccine for that last little bit that mm-hmm. kept you from completely dying. Okay. Well, in that case, how... So we're never going to win this science battle. We're going to have to take this back by our own choice. Yeah, A lot of people look like they started their new year already, February 1st. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be ready to force the entire nation. Joe Biden seems to agree on March 1st mm-hmm. when we're finally being announced and we're getting out of this. Until then, we'll keep you posted on the convoy updates. Pretty slow time of the year in Congress. Mm-hmm. Pretty slow time primary-wise. A bunch of stuff fighting about lines. Nothing to get anybody too worked up about. Are you betting on the... Oh yeah, non-quarterback throwing a touchdown. Let's get pass. let's get a Super Bowl. That pick. happened in the Steelers. Let's get a Super Bowl for Anto- Antoine Randall. Well, it's not. It's he would have made me cash in. Is that what you were saying? The plus fourteen hundred was. Yeah. Like, did you check that? Yeah, exact I checked stat? it. Was the odds of somebody throwing a touchdown that's not a quarterback? Yeah. Throwing, not just scoring. Throwing. That seems very low. I'd expect to get higher odds than that. I think it might happen frequently. Who? I, I don't know. You <laughs> I know, don't both that much both NFL teams have a wideout that can throw. So they could Are run they a trick the play. Trick play? They, I mean, if you're going to run it, the Super Bowl would be the game. I mean, the odds will go down if a lot of people are picking it, right? If a lot of people are picking it, yeah. So <laughs> that's why the... That, that, that's not that, low. That's, so that's not that low. that's not that low. That's not that low. For me, I, I would just... I, off the top of my head, that seems like it. There was... Ryan raised a controversy last time. He was complaining that I described the Rams in a certain, in a certain way. What did he say? Uh, he's saying that I can't remember I was saying that they stack their teams like the Lakers do mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of old players just trying to chase one ring that are playing like a one or two year contract cheaply to have a free chance at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and that's an easy way to get around the cap is if you can get good <coughs> players to take less money yeah yeah Ryan was trying to claim that they mortgage their entire future to be good this year and that that is different than like essentially instead of paying people getting people to play for cheaper than what they were worth. They traded all their future draft picks so they get all their talent now 
and then they're going to be screwed in the next couple of years without draft picks. To me, that's still the same concept of packing a team. Yeah, it's a little bit different of a way of doing it, but te- technically, if, they're just trying to gain fans in their market. Yeah, that's and, the goal. And if you're looking at these fresh crop of all vaccinated college football players that are very obedient, I don't think they're going to be a very good NFL crop. I, I don't think this mentality, like being in college right now, leads yourself to being somebody who's willing to have the mental fortitude to handle a football field. Mm-hmm. I just don't. The, the fan, like that amount of stand, fans, the amount of money you're managing, who knows what the rules are going to be moving forward. Well, the college players are I, used to the fans. It's different in the it's different in the NFL. It's not as intense. Not all college kids have been playing in full stadiums. Yeah, the NFL you, not as much as these indoor teams, but these. If you've watched if college basketball, you've been playing in the game, Big Ten. You were playing in packed stadiums every week. Have, have you watched college basketball yet this year? Gonzaga had. They're not selling drinks and food, <laughs> so that uh, so you can't take your mask down during the game. We're in two years of the pandemic, these are completely healthy college kids. They're all vaccinated. Are they doing that around here? That's I, I'm not I don't know the state of indoor know. college sports around here. That's I was I, thinking about. Going we're up, talking about football when they were. I was thinking about outside. going up to a Penn State hockey game. They're pretty sweet. That would be interesting. That would yeah. be interesting. I went to one a couple of years ago with Courtney. They're pretty fun. Think about like college basketball environment, but for hockey, the student section is right. They the student section goes up higher than the whole arena, mm. and and it's a whole dome too. Like the seats go the whole way around. It's like a mini, um, like a mini console kind of. Okay. Okay. But the whole big setup, and it's all hype because the students are down there acting like a student section. Do you know? They chant like they get like. Like uh, dare you hit the you, goalies? Do you know if they're still allowed? Like, are they not wearing masks? I don't know. That's why I was thinking about going. I ho- I think they would be. Okay. I, okay. Oh, I didn't have. I didn't make a prediction for the Super Bowl here. Um. Uh, and that's why I, what's tough is I'm rooting for Cincinnati, but I don't think they have a chance. Right. So I'm gonna. My, my cousin over on Run the Damn Ball podcast uh, made a bet with his other dude, uh, Trevor, <coughs> that. Uh, the Rams would win, and the lose whoever loses the bet has the shotgun. Uh, tall okay, boy. there you go. Um, <laughs> I like a tall boy. I guess that's he's gonna puke. The pick I'm gonna make is the Rams outright, mm-hmm. not the points. I think the last time I saw the spread, it was four and a half. It'll probably finish at three and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way the NFL has been going this season, I think they want to kind of keep the point spread close, keep it an interesting game, mm-hmm. and have since they lose by less than a field goal. So if I were taking the points, I'm going with Cincy, but I don't like that. I'd rather just do money line. If you just look at the teams on paper, you have Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. That's the uh, current situation I with can't the tell students. Anything that's going on? They in don't. Their they're not wearing masks, and they're all. So not I see. Ma- I, I see masks on every person's face. In every that single picture. person. Every single person's face in that picture, Greg. Every single one. Oh my. Yeah. But at least they're not social distancing. Well, you can't in a stadium. I mean, the whole thing is built to sm- sit in like sardines. Why are there? The, not the, everyone's wearing The, the campuses have gone crazy. Not too strict about it. I, I don't know how strict you can be. This is like we've been doing this now for a year and a half. Why are we still doing the masks? Like, yeah, why do people want to wear masks? Because that, that's what I was trying to say with the college kids. I guess there, and now don't, I'm not trying to be hard on all the college kids. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some people that take this adversity and it makes them better. That actually gets them the more creative, more talent. But by and large, most people do not fare well against adversity. And we have a generation of college athletes here that have been called heroes for staying home. <laughs> and expect expectation for a fun night is to go get dehydrated at a basketball game with a mask across your face in a 100-degree building. 
So yeah. it's like, I, I don't know how. Rams trading their future draft picks, I think they're just kind of seeing the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. They would just kind of go a couple years with, these are going to be some odd players. Let's wait to see how they pan out. So I'm going to go Rams <laughs> for the win, Bengals cover, but I'm not betting the Bengals cover. I'm just going Rams win. And um, Odell Beckham over in a touchdown. Yeah. Always Odell over in a touchdown. Other than that, I got nothing. I'm not betting. No. No. Um, maybe maybe I can convince Courtney to let me bet the... Uh, we, we might have an episode. We might be able to do an episode here in the meantime. Yeah. Well, I'm going away this weekend. Where are you going? Uh, pal. But I'll oh, be back for the go. Super Bowl if you want to go, go watch it somewhere. That works. Although I do have... I do have... It's an odd time. The TV right now. I, uh, I got YouTube TV currently. Oh, I, I forgot about my, my subscription. Didn't cancel. <laughs> but I did cancel it now. <laughs> okay. <coughs> we'll, we'll figure this out. Um, everyone have a good week. Uh, no holidays. Uh, Valentine's Day coming up on Monday. Mm-hmm. If we don't see you guys before then, happy Valentine's yeah. Day. And then we got the new year coming in less than three weeks. Yeah. Stay safe. Good luck getting through the re- remain the last couple weeks of Omicron because mm-hmm. we're coming out of this pandemic whether the left wants to or not.